armies draw near, and to my prayer incline, in arts gymnastic, and in fraud divine. Dire weapon of the tongue which men revere, be present, Hermes, in thy suppliant here. Welcome to Third Eye Bind, episode 48, Covens. So I had a... I had a really messed up dream last night. I had a dream that I was pregnant with a dragon baby. Oh. <laughs> Literally a dragon baby. And then I had a dragon schmishmorshin. Really? Yeah, but it they was like, those. Yeah. yeah. I mean, as one does. <laughs> but it was um, it was really empowering. And I was like, no, 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 not today, dragon. <laughs> and uh, I don't remember how the dragon got in me, but it was a dragon baby. And um, the dragon schmishmorshin consisted of a bright tube of light going in my Jane <laughs> and then the nurse or whatever was all okay one two three and then it just went pew, and it was like this little <laughs> this little like beep, this little like warm like little pill or something the just technology went, and I was like oh that was great and that was it incredible was the nurse a dragon too no was it was a person <laughs> so either I got abducted last night or I have a really messed up algorithm in my brain right now i don't know <laughs> it i could don't be know both. it could be both i'm i don't know the last dream i remember i was at sunset tan where, <laughs> and i haven't been there in a really long time <laughs> god i used to work at a tanning salon really when i lived in echo park over a decade ago my both my roommates worked at sunset tan one at west hollywood one at studio city tanning bed culture is interesting it's so los angeles and they were both yeah. named katie so there were three katie's oh in yeah one house there's like katie b katie with a y uh-huh. yeah there's a lot literally yeah wow well welcome to third eye bind i'm laura and i'm caitlin and uh yeah thanks for being here uh you're listening to the number 88 podcast in spirituality in canada so thank you canada <laughs> Don't blame Canada. We love you here at Third Eye Bind. And you love us, and we love that for us. Yeah. So thanks, Canada. <laughs> Thank you for supporting us. And if you'd like to support us even more, you can join us on patreon.com slash Third Eye Bind. And you can rate, subscribe, share, tell more people about us. Comment. Hey, Canada, tell more Canadians about us. Let's get that fucker to number 50. Yeah. You know? I love Degrassi <laughs> and Alanis Morissette. I love Degrassi and Alanis Morissette and the city of Vancouver. Okay. And, it seems nice up there. Okay. You could also wear our merch around town. Yeah. Yeah. You which could. you can find at thirdeyebind.com. Yes. And the link is down here somewhere. Mm-hmm. And that's also a great place to submit the questions that you may have, those burning questions you may have for Laura and I, where we will read them and answer them on the show. Oh, that's better. I had to mm-hmm. move it over. Yes. So <laughs> thanks. What are we going to talk about today? Today we are talking about covens. 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 Okay. Covens. <gasps> Curious what cards. Yeah, yeah. The cards, the cards. The cards. What are the cards going to say? We are using the, as usual, Sirens of Song tarot deck designed and created by me. 
third edition. Third edition is a lavender with a holographic black Ooh. foil. Ooh, if you're not watching, you should be. If you're not watching, you can watch this podcast. We mm-hmm. are primarily a vlog style podcast, and you can watch us on our lovely set with our new Squishmallow. Mm-hmm. And our sponsor magic us. Mixie. Yeah. Also sponsor us. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You I'm can like, watch us on really? Spotify and on YouTube. Yes. And you can make it big and put it on your TV. Yeah, and, and we love fun. it. Please take a picture and tag us in it. Yeah, a lot of people <laughs> do that, and it's really cool. It makes us feel like we're on TV. <laughs> For real. Call us Bravo. Call us Bravo. Call us Discovery Plus. Call us Travel Channel. Ooh, I don't care. That's it. <clears throat> Travel cha- For some reason, when you said travel channel, I was immediately reminded that like Tara Reid had a travel show for a minute. Yeah. It was called like Teradice or something. Oh, my God. <laughs> I need to rewatch. A moment in time. Tara Reid was a moment in time. Uh, this is interesting. Okay. What is it? Is it <clears throat> like? Let me guess. Do you guess? Okay. Psychic exercise. Give me. Okay. Give me. Okay. Maybe don't. Should I just guess? Yeah. It's a major card? No. Okay. Is it uh, cups? Yes. Is it the five of cups? It's the four. <gasps> it was. Okay. That's weird because I literally was going to say four, but then I judged it. I swear. Yes. Okay. Whoa. That's what happened to me during our... Uh, Suits up? No. Reading the, the objects thing. Oh, yeah. I was like, Oh, no, no, no. Yeah. I didn't say what I wanted to say because I judged that, myself. The initial reactions come very quickly. You got to trust it. And I saw a four of cups. Pshh. But I wanted it to be Psychic. the devil card. In my head, I was like, I want it to be the devil card. That's why I was like, is it a major card? So I pulled the Four of Cups. And the song on the Four of Cups is Simon and Garfunkel. Oh. Hello, darkness, my old friend. I've come <laughs> to talk with you again. And okay, you know what's funny is when I pulled this, I was like, this is about us. <laughs> yeah. Because before we sat down to film, Laura and I both confided in one another that we both had mini Menti Bs last night. Mental breakdown. A little Menti B as a treat, you know? Um, As we. A nightcap. Navigate a little nightcap. (laughs) As we navigate through the horrors of living in late stage capitalism. And that's okay. Yeah, it's fine. I have no room for error. It's fine. There's healing that comes from sharing with your community. Yeah. And I think that that can be something that folks find when they turn to spaces like covens. Mm Um, I think that's probably one of the benefits. I will get more into how much I do and don't know about actual yeah, covens in a minute. But I would think that would be one of the benefits is to have a space where you get to be vulnerable and talk about not just the great times, which is important. We have to celebrate our wins no matter how small they are, but also talk about the hard stuff because I think the hard stuff eats away at us the most and we find ourselves in that four of cups because Mm. of shame. And it's like, oh, there's something wrong with me for feeling this way. There's something wrong with me for experiencing this. And when we open up to people we trust, we're uh, all of a sudden, so many people are like, oh, my God, me too. Oh, my yeah. God, me too. And then you realize like, oh, I'm not broken 
like life is just hard. Mm -hmm. I'm not broken. So many of us Mm -hmm. have gone through this. And I think that's really, really beautiful. And one of the messages of the Four of Cups, if you look at the Smith-Waite deck, there's a figure sitting in the grass beneath a tree Mm. and they have their head in their hands crying. And there's three cups in front of them and right above their head, right above their eye line, if they only looked up, there's this divine hand handing Mm. them one more cup, Mm. that healing, that compassion, that wisdom that they really need. But in those moments, it's hard to look up. It's hard. But when we have community, I think that so often, A, divine speaks with us through our friends Mm -hmm. and through our community members. And B, like when we have community, we can like get out some of that sorrow and grief so that we have the capacity to pick our heads back up again and see like, okay, there's still something worth living for. Yeah. I think that traditionally like the way that femmes like communicate with each other too is like, you know, the gaggle of geese. You know what the I mean? Gaggles. The gaggles the and the house. gossips and the and the that sort of commiserating mm-hmm. about experiences or I think that's sort of nice when for me. Mm-hmm. Big if and when you find people you can trust. Exactly. Because it's hard, I've had not had good experiences mm-hmm. with coven like scenarios or other witch type people or pseudo witch type people. So the concept of like what you're talking about is very aspirational mm-hmm. for me. And I do have that currently with to some extent, like with you and with some other friends. Mm-hmm. So it's nice, but it's mm-hmm. a very scary thing for me. To open, absolutely. The idea of covens and, com- and community like being vulnerable with people like mm. that freaks me out personally. You touched on something that I think is really important what? is like – um, how women, femmes, non-cis men who gather yeah. and share information were often called like the gossips, you know? Yeah. But like that's how we keep each other alive. Yeah. And keep each other safe. Yeah. Is by being our little part of the community's like informants to yeah. one another. Yeah. It's how we spread information that is concealed in Mm -hmm. other spaces it's how we protect each other Mm -hmm. when we have people we can trust yeah for sure yeah it's uh an interesting so what so what is your experience with like the word coven the you know let's sort of get into that like a coven a traditional coven yes the word coven as associated with witchcraft you know i love a research project. Yeah. Uh, and, well, first of all, the word for coven in Spanish is aquilare. Mm-hmm. And I think that's so cool and pretty. Mm, very I used pretty. to, when I was a clothing store wholesale person, one of my accounts was a store named Aquilare in Los Angeles. Really? And I thought that was so neat. Yeah. And oh, the couple that beautiful. owned it was really cool. Um, that's beautiful. But I'm like, okay, where did this word come from? Right. Where did it come Why from? is this a thing? So coven around the 1660s meant exclusively a gathering of witches. Yeah. But it wasn't until the 1660s. Before that, it just meant a meeting, a gathering, gathering. or an assembly. And it comes from Latin conventus or old old French convent. Convent. That was really interesting to me that it comes from the word convent, which is 
where the nuns are. It's a gathering right? of, it's the hen house. The hen house. <laughs> I love that. Mm-hmm. That covenant and coven are they're all related. Related. Yeah. I think that's very interesting. And covenant. Like there's that the vibe covenant. of making a pact. Convent, that's what I would say. To, but that's co- also yeah. related to yeah. the same word. It's like a pact of yeah. people deciding to make a commitment to one another. Yeah. Uh, which I think is really cool. So then well, I was doing a little further research on like, well, how did coven come to mean what it means? Now, and one of the chief proponents of the theory of a coven was English Egyptologist Margaret Murray, which already like an English Egyptologist, like we have a problem. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) How much does Margaret really know? What's Margaret's deal? Yeah. Um, Theft. (laughs) Yes. Cultural theft. Um, Literal theft. In her work, The Witch Cult in Western Europe, which was published in 1921, this is where it really started to focus Mm -hmm. again on witches. According to her, a coven consists of 12 witches and a devil as a leader. The number is generally taken as a parody of Christ and his 12 disciples. An alternate theory is uh, that witches have 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 to have 13 members in their coven because it's, you know, the... The scary number, mm-hmm. the spooky number. There's really no set number. Like people, I hear like everyone I talk to that mentions covens always says a different number. Yeah. It's always like, no, it's 13. No, it's 12. No, it's nine. No, it's three. Yeah. And I'm like, nine was I another think number it's that came just up. more than one, <laughs> to be honest with you. I think so too. I yeah. think it's when more than. If you got some imaginary friends, throw them in there. You got to go. Yeah. In, in my opinion, I think a lot of these restrictions are probably placed on covens from outsiders. I know Gerald yeah. Gardner and like Wicca, they're yeah. more specific about stuff. I think people have, yeah, different sects and beliefs probably have their own parameters. Yeah. But in general, I don't think there's like one size fits all. No. As with anything in what magic for me. Yeah. Okay. So, so that's where it first became more mainstream yes more mainstream and she's the one that really like applied guidelines to what a coven consists of right then it came out that later like many students of witchcraft dismiss murray's theories on covens as unfounded which like yada um and interesting covens are still active today we still see covens oh yeah Many different types of covens. Many different types. I was surprised when I was doing little research on covens that are still in existence. I mean, they're mostly pagan specific, which makes mm-hmm. sense, yeah. I think. Yeah. But they have cool names too. They do. Like, There's some that are even like lineage based. So they're like, if you're, you know, they're like familial, like if you're, oh. you have to be like, like you're the legacy. Like, yeah, like a legacy coven, <laughs> which is pretty that's pretty that's elite. Cool. <laughs> that's pretty like a Nepo baby coven. <laughs> that's so cool. I'm gonna be a Nepo baby coven. I guess that's how like one way to build like charmed. trust. It is like charmed. <laughs> yeah. The power of three. I like mm-hmm. the I like the number three when I think about covens and witches and threes and things like that. Uh, but the origin of that 
I believe comes from Macbeth or the Scottish play. Right, the three witches. The three witches of Macbeth, like the yeah. idea of a coven being or in witches acting as fates and, mm, you like know, from muses, Greek and Roman. The three yeah, like yeah. the three muses and fates. And that's where that came from. Yeah. And then you got charmed and like, you know, the all the- power of three will set you free. The power of three will set you free. <laughs> and, you know, the Powerpuff Girls and things like that. Yeah. They're, they're a little coven. Like, <laughs> I like, I, I, there's something about that that appeals to me. Mm -hmm. um, but then when we get into the craft, it's four. It's four. One for each direction. Yes. So then there's that too. So it's, I think uh, I'd prefer a small number. Yeah. If I'm honest. Light um, and tight. Light and tight because- <laughs> Look, it's hard to it's trust people. It's hard in these to trust streets. people. <laughs> yeah, it it is, especially in in Los Angeles. I think mm -hmm. just uh, because a lot of LA based witches that I've met are very like, what can I get from you? And when I'm done with you, I'll just throw you away. And it's more about mm -hmm. becoming like the cult leader or the status. And it's all about like you know people mm -hmm. in LA. They say you know we're untrustworthy and we're sketchy and shady not us not us but <laughs> us but it's but, yeah. but people do you know they want to climb the social ladder and mm -hmm. they want to see what you can do for them yeah not what you can do for each other in a the goal is, is selfish a lot and, yeah. of the time and you know that's just the nature of like the business yeah but it does bleed into the spiritual community here that i've noticed mm -hmm. and it's yeah it's very interesting you know, I... The word coven is used very lightly. It's used very lightly. And this is making me think of... And to of, sell things. Okay, that's almost it. I... <laughs> and to sell things. I was a part of... Have you ever been in a coven? I've never been in a coven. Because sure? I... <laughs> am brown. <laughs> right, right, right. But I mean, like, you know... No, let's, let's talk but, about that. Let, no, let's talk about that. Why is it that Coven's is like a white pagan thing? Like, why, why is that? I don't know. Like, what? I mean, it might just be because of its, like, Euro-pagan, like, okay, wait. narrative. And you know what I mean? Like, I think I know. Go. I think I And this might not be accurate. And, like, this that's okay. Somebody, somebody correct me in the comments because I love learning things. Um, But I've actually been spending a lot of time thinking about this yeah. lately. In many different global indigenous practices, like... Oh, I think I have Magic is a part of spirituality, yes. right? And we understand that magic is neutral and can be used in many different ways. And in many of these communities, the term witch, I mean, the translation of the term witch, right? Yeah. Like it, it has it their own names, um, was used to identify someone who wielded magic in a malevolent way. Mm -hmm. And... Like, and that's no shade to people who are reclaiming the word now and want to call themselves witches now. Like, yeah, yeah. Cool beans. Love that for you. Um, but I think that's probably a reason why. Yeah. Uh, at least in my, that's probably one of the reasons yeah. why. And then also there's a lot of, and Laura and I have talked about this a lot on the show. There's a lot of white supremacy yeah, in, <laughs> what's that? In like pagan 
yeah. spaces. Because it's a white space. Because it's a white space. Exactly. So therefore, it's going to be there. It's yeah. not any shade. It's just... Yeah. It just is what Where it is. Where there are white people, there's supremacy. Yeah. Like, that's d- how it is. Just, that's how we got here. Yeah, that's where we're at. Yeah. <laughs> that, is, that is why no, we I, are here. Yeah, I think that's just a... Yeah. But you know what I was thinking, too, is in a... In, I don't know. Again, I don't... This is just me speculating, but like indigenous cultures, magic is like life it's a part of everything right mm-hmm. therefore there's no need to seek out see there's no need to form something and call it a coven when mm-hmm. the whole community is or is ritual right. and it, it's already there it's and the it's already accepted and yes. it's already and that's what's so beautiful about it right yes that's a beautiful insight but then when there's a lot of repressed like religious context mm-hmm. and when maybe where those things were you know which hunt witches were hunted and killed mm-hmm. and yeah, that's really interesting. No, and then those things really you needed smart. to become secret and have these distinctions that were either put on you or adopted came out by of, you. Yeah, adopted yeah. by you to yeah. be secretive and to be safe. Mm. And you needed to. It's very interesting. Absolutely, yes. Yeah. No, that's Maybe a that's really why. good obs- observation. Thank I think you. so. Yeah. Yeah. Because, like, did the Druids call themselves covens? No, no they were Druids. They were just Druids. Celts were Celts. Like, Celts we had different Celts, tribes yeah. and yeah. clans, but. When they're being encroached upon and murdered and killed and, yeah, when you know, repressed, doing its thing, doing its thing, converted, they need, if they want to maintain secrecy and, and maintain their magic and that, mm-hmm. that was likely a, a way, maybe it was a name that was put on them or sounds like it yeah, or something that was adopted. And like you said, now being reclaimed mm-hmm. as power yeah which is cool it makes sense yeah totally yeah yeah interesting and the whole like need to hide in the woods like that's a lot yeah, a lot of the stuff was like in the dark in the woods yeah. with the devil and yeah. it's like uh just trying not to die in the woods right. just trying not to- with the devil they'd rather be in the woods with those forest spirits <laughs> yeah 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 well it goes back to like like isabel gaudi the scottish like witch who oh, was yeah i mentioned i mentioned her i forgot what episode but i read the Black Book of Isabel Gowdy, and it's her confessions, and it's one of the only uh, recorded confession confessions. Mm-hmm. I think she's kind of <laughs> with people and messing with <laughs> them and saying all this stuff, but you know, I don't know. I think some of it's that, and I think some of it is like fa- fact. Mm-hmm. You know, like when they say the devil. They might mean a person dressed as the devil, and yeah. they just had a cool orgy. I don't know. Yeah. Um. But or it could just be like no the judge. horned god. Or, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah or whatever. But the I know that she mentioned covens, and mm-hmm. so that was a part of that too. And that uh, might have been another reason why it's it's stuck around. Yeah. And, and sort of evolved how it has. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I think that connection to convent is really interesting. Yeah, the fact that if you think about witches, the imagery of the classic witch, there's hoods, there's some sort of, uh, I want to say secrecy, but not seclusion of the self. Yeah, like in order protection. There's covering of the body, and we conceal ourselves. We conceal, and nuns are like cool AF. And then also witches are cool AF and they yeah. have cool like black <laughs> yeah. costumes mm-hmm. with hoods. And it's like interesting to yes. me. Yes. I used to want to be a nun when I, I was little. 
I only wanted to be a nun because of Sister Act 2. Same. I love Sister Act. All of the worship songs that I know are only – anything I know about religion is only because of Sister Act (laughs) 2. Sister Act 2. That's it. Back Back in the habit. (laughs) Yeah. I had no idea what the hell those songs were about when I was 10. I was just like (laughs) – But you were singing it. I was like, praise Jesus. I don't care. This is Your great. Your mom was like, who? My mom's like, okay. That's cool. But, yeah. I also, like, to your point. That was my ancestors trying to get me to literally learn Catholicism. ancestors. We're like. They're like, show her this fucking movie. Girl needs some Christ in show her Show her life. sister. Act. Introduce her to Lauren Hill, goddess of all that is good. Amen. Give her a dance number. Give her some 90s. Some Timberlands. Give her some Timberlands and a song to sing. And we got this. She'll fall right in. We've roped her in. Fun nuns Uh, are the best. Fun nuns. Fun nuns. I had some pretty awful nuns in Catholic school. Yeah, I I went to a Catholic preschool and I remember they... They hit us and yeah. stuff with rulers. It's wild. The abuse. I was like, wow, this <laughs> the is abuse different. Is crazy. <laughs> I feel like maybe I'm not gonna go back to this. Yeah. <laughs> oh. I think also like it's what you said, you know, growing up in in an environment where magic is part of the mundane, yeah. like it's a part of your everyday life. You don't really seek those types of spaces. Yeah. As I became more out as a magical person, like I found that other like witchy people started to gravitate towards me and wanted me to do things and do this and do that. And it's weird because the people who caused you harm were also the same people who caused me harm, but we weren't even close yet then. Mm -hmm. We were still kind of getting to know each other. Mm -hmm. And I, I, it, really like turned me on. I'm like, I don't, I don't need anybody. <laughs> yeah. And I ended up be, yeah, being the same. Yeah. Like, oh, I don't like any of these pseudo witchy people yeah. who aren't even witches. They're just whatever. It's all aesthetic. Predatory behavior and abuse. Seriously, Fine. predatory no, seriously, behavior abusers. and extractive behavior. Yeah. And Friends can be abusers too. Exactly. Often, Often. Like it's people closest to you. And I'll never forget the night we were at your house. Oh, yeah. And I used to try and have group Laura activities. Laura was trying to I was cultivate trying. the coven. I was trying to cultivate some coven energy and, and a lot of, you know, fellow... People I knew in the biz, mm-hmm. I would invite them, and and it was always sort of weird. And yeah, never like ahead. when you and I talk, you know, like no. you and I sit together, and we're like. Ah, bah, 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 bah. But there was this, there was this one. Well, that's this is an interesting story about how spirit can observe and speak on this, mm-hmm. <laughs> because I was definitely getting vibes I didn't listen to about these people, and yeah. Caitlin came Me over. Me too. I just wanted to be like Caitlin. accepted. I wanted friends. Yeah, we wanted I wanted community. Whatever you know, it was very business oriented. I wanted to get for invited me. to do events. Yeah, like things like that, mm-hmm. and. uh Caitlin came over and just started channeling. Laura asked me, <laughs> yeah, like do a little Laura moment. was like, will you do like a little thing? Do a little channel. At the beginning. And I was like, okay, cool. Do, do, do. <laughs> and then <laughs> I 
forgot exactly what happened. I can't remember exactly what I said, but the spirits came down. <laughs> and we were all like, oh. And they were like, Shit. you're full of yourself. You're like, they I, were just no, yeah, it dragging. Was, Mike, I, you don't oh, you, you I must remember. have been inside or something oh, with the dogs. I don't remember, but oh. it, what you said was, I remember what you said. You You were like, you're all so selfish. <laughs> you're all so selfish. That's what you said to everyone, but I know who it was directed at. It wasn't directed at me, and I was all dying. We were like, you know what? You know when someone says something messed up, and you have you're sort of like it, that's like not aligned with the mood. Like we're all expecting you to be like, yes, Love welcome, lavender, and then you're like, you're all selfish. You're all selfish. And everyone was like, oh. <laughs> and I was like, oh, sh-. and We're I didn't even. a real medium. <laughs> no, no, for real. And I didn't even, I didn't even like, re- I knew it wasn't directed towards me. And I like kind of knew. I feel like I was pointing. No, you were pointing. I think you might have pointed <laughs> at them. I was channeling. <laughs> and I was all. It's funny because whenever I see people that are in covens, like, mm-hmm. I'm like, but like, you guys get along? <laughs> Is that possible? Like, you I just trust, don't. Like, do you really tr- trust That scares other? the ever-loving hell out of me yeah. because I've done it and been burned. And it took me a very long time to let those walls down mm-hmm. a little bit and let people in. And it's yeah. been a very nice experience. Mm-hmm. I think this podcast was the first step of me doing that. Yeah. But you live, you learn. Mm-hmm. It's fine, I guess, sometimes. But... The, the idea that to be in a coven, you need to trust each other. I mean, to do magic with someone else is more intimate to me than having sex. It's so intimate. Yes. Like, I'm told, like, don't look at me. I know. I'm all, I'm all like, like the idea of. If my husband comes home early and I'm like in the middle, I'm like. Ah. <laughs> I don't even like I have to be. Get away from me. The dogs can't be barking. Like, I'm going to go in my little, like, two by two space I have. Yeah, I'm like, don't f- talk to me. Don't come in. I actually did a little spell with Mike, and that was actually That's fun. That's really sweet. It was, fa- it was, a. Uh, it was, a. Uh, it was, sh- it, it, he was involved. Yeah. So it was fine. But yeah, I was like, I need you there. I needed to give, I needed offerings. an audience. I needed to give offerings to the land of like where I live yeah. and I wanted to do it in the middle of the night so that my landlord wouldn't say anything about yeah. it. And I was like, Brian, can you hold the flashlight? <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, yeah. he came outside and he held the flashlight for me and I did my whole ritual in front of him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it's like, I was like, all right, Mike, we're going to do some weird sh- and you're just going to support. Okay. And he's like, oh, okay. <laughs> And shit got real. And that's love. The flames were doing stuff. But um, <laughs> yeah, it, it was therapeutic and it's nice. I'd rather have someone, because I am, look, you know, I, I've questioned many times on this podcast, am I a solitary practitioner? Yeah, I fucking am. Yeah. Okay, I, I have a business that that does that and I, ha- I have community and I, I hold space mm-hmm. for acceptance of witches in that way, but it's not, it cannot be connected to, there's a difference. Yeah. There is a, there is a, a boundary if it's a very thin little line it's Mm -hmm. there because I don't want to be in a coven I like have always in my whole life it's been my little safe space Mm -hmm. I'm very neurodivergent and I need a lot of space for myself 
and that's a part of it. That's mm-hmm. a part of it. And it's 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 very interesting me like thinking about how much space I actually need to feel completely relaxed. Mm-hmm. And when I was a kid, like those were the times I messed with magic and the most like successfully. And like I I don't know. There there's something about it. And it's not for everybody. Some people need some people need people and they need like yeah. if you're on Leo, you know, like I would imagine you like maybe you're the coven leader. Me. Like I don't know. Maybe you're the high priest or priestess. Yeah. Like that's cool, whatever. You know, but I I there's a time and a place for that for mm-hmm. me to to lead, but in my own I could not I I don't need other people that yeah. much in magic. Like I don't friends great like this great like little little things mm-hmm. great but i don't need that to feel whole magically yeah i don't need other people but some people do and that's and fascinating that's okay. to me yeah. it's fascinating it's to me because cool. it's so different from what yeah. the way that i operate you know i was watching this YouTube video from like BuzzFeed where four of their... <laughs> I watched half of that and I was like, I am tired. I don't think I've watched anything from BuzzFeed since like 2009. Yeah, it was pretty cool. But it was kind of neat because they went to the yeah, Green Man cool. store yeah. in Burbank mm-hmm. who might be carrying my decks soon. Shout out to Green Man. They carry the Sirens of Song. If I ever They're very ship nice. them. Um, <laughs> we like Green Man. Thank you, Green Man. But that's who they went to see, like the owners of yeah, Green Man. Yeah, yeah. And they got to like sit in. They got to ask them questions. They're not Wiccans. Mm-hmm. And they got to sit in on like coven group spell casting. And I was like, that's kind of cool. Like all these. Yeah. Like, it was cool that they were willing White to share that. chanting. Yeah. <laughs> and do, having their own. I mean, that's, yeah. Running around the cauldron and doing the, I don't know, yeah, it was interesting. It's, 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 it sounds fun. Yeah. I mean, Community. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like the only form of Coventry, I like that, that I would partake in is if I went back to, like, my ancestral lands and learned directly from, like, Mm. my ancestors or people of my ancestry Mm -hmm. that know more about that than me yeah I would partake in that yeah or if it was I was a guest in a in a space somehow or whatever Mm -hmm. like I would partake as a guest and a student for a short amount of time but it wouldn't be like oh I'm committing myself to this like no I feel you you know yeah I really yeah. like, I really, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a little vibrato. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> That's cute. I, yeah, I yeah. really like doing magic. Yeah. By myself. I don't mind like creating things with other people no. and like collaborating from time to time, but. Oh, that's different. I really, I don't know. I don't think it would ever be for I, me I personally. could never be that. I don't. Well, look, I've been in like there's circumstance being in a cup. Coven Coven it's like a is different than being a part of a show or a cast or right. a, you know, it's a form of that. But like I've been in situations where I, I you know, filmed things with a group of people that I really enjoyed. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it was an amazing experience. I would do again with those people and yeah. I trust those people. And that's just rare for me. Mm. And I'm still friends with those people and work with those people. And it's great. Yeah. 
but you know i've i feel like that's just sort of getting lucky yeah you know and it's that's sort of what casting the casting process of things is about yeah. is finding people that have the right chemistry and things like totally. that totally right? yes which is nice i wonder if there's a process like that for actual covens like are do there they interviews? do chemistry checks yeah like, magical chemistry like reads? a round table read <laughs> like hey all Around right caitlin you want to be in my coven like What's your favorite herb? <laughs> like, what's the vibe? What's the vibe? <laughs> what do you, you know, like, what's like, the... Like, do you interview? Yeah. Do you rush? Do you rush? <laughs> Come and rush. Oh, my God. I'm not trying to be disrespectful. No, I'm no, genuinely curious. <laughs> no, for real. Like, what's the... Or is it, like, just word of mouth? Like, Yeah. How do you find out? Yeah. How do you... How do you how do you get in a coven? Which also leads me to this idea of like can online spaces where we commune be considered covens? Yeah. Like if you've got a tight knit group of online I mean for me it was like the Tumblr days. That's where yeah. my first witch friends came from yeah, was Tumblr. I think so I mean I think some people would would argue that like being in a coven is like literally you do magical spells together and ritual. Yeah. And that's if you don't do that, then it's not a real coven. Yeah. But I think I just want to hang out and shoot. Sh yeah. And I, like talk about the magic we've all been individually doing. Yeah. I guess it's more of just like a friends community. <laughs> yes, Maybe that's the friends. difference between covens and community. Yeah. Is that <clears throat> there's a direct there's a a direct difference between we practice magically with this group yeah. of people and we just talk about magic and our mm -hmm. experiences separately together. And I think that's why I don't consider like I have a community called moon shadows yeah. and it's like a cult education and it's very much a community, but it's absolutely not a coven. Yeah. And like not in a, like no shade again. It's just like, we don't, cast together yeah like we facilitate classes we facilitate conversations we can facilitate guided trance but we don't yeah do any collaborative spells or anything like mm -hmm. that yeah i think there's that's what the what a coven yeah, is i think sense. using the word coven <laughs> for funds yeah is fine like it definitely you know, has been adopted. Coven. Like I just yeah. do that. It's just like I'm in Captalia's yeah uh what is it called? Captalia's Business Witch Coven. Yeah. It's not a real <laughs> it's a coven. It's a Discord. It's a Discord group. <laughs> or like little cult, the little yeah. cauldron coven is like, yeah, you know, the little cute. kids doing cute things. It's not literally a coven. Yeah. I think most of the things you see like that are used for marketing purposes and are fun. And yeah. I'm, I'm fine with that, you know? I think the idea of covens <clears throat> also makes me a little weary. Not that they are all like this because I literally do not know. Yeah. Um. But, like, hive mentality kind of freaks me out. No, me too. Like, I don't need to exist in an echo chamber. And, okay, like, I'm going to date myself right here. But, like, I was around when Facebook groups were, like, a big fucking deal, yeah. right? And, like, being yeah. a... Uh, like a manager of the group, an admin of Ooh, groups was the like high a big You are the, the high group, priestess, the right? And mm -hmm. I've been in multiple groups and a lot of them were like witch focused where like the admin had a downfall and like those bitches fall hard, <laughs> hard. I've seen it happen really? so many times. Oh I mean, 
Yeah. It, and it's always called a gate. It's something gate. <laughs> that's <laughs> like really before funny. TikTok did it, we were doing it on on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, it, <laughs> that's that's another thing too, is I think, and again, we are not in coven, so we don't know for sure, but some of these covens do have hierarchies. Yeah. Not all, but some. And I'm not down with that. Like it's I'm not, not for me. Uh, it's not for me to have an appointed leader of a group that I practice with magic. Fearless that's, leader. That's a little cult y to me. I agree. It, that's a little too close it's to the line. Close. I'm not saying and, it is. And maybe it's not at all. It's probably not, and it's probably well maintained and everyone is consenting and it's fine. But, but. <laughs> I think it's very easy for these things to turn. And in the way that we teach people in terms of self-empowerment, mm. self-navigation, discernment. I don't recommend that people practice or organize their thoughts around someone having a hierarchy above them. No. I don't think it's healthy. I, I agree. It's just not the way that I personally teach or recommend people, especially start out their spiritual yeah, journey. Yeah, you need to build no. up your own faculties and your own self-awareness and your own discernment, yeah. I, I think, before yes, you join a space like that. Yeah. And also like... <clears throat> Where there is power, there will always be abuse of power. Yeah. And again, it's not going to be in every single circle. But even if you think about like the like Gerald Gardner did and yeah. like Aleister Crowley, like there was so yeah. much abuse and assault that happened in a lot yeah. of these spaces and that happened towards primarily women. Yeah. And it's just it scares me. It scares me. It scares me. <clears throat> yeah. But I would I personally would like love to hear from someone who's been in covens. I would love to hear about your like good experiences, your terrible experiences, neutral ones. Like so yeah. please please email us because yeah, we would curious. love to know more from folks who have actually done the thing cuz we are certainly solitary practitioner <laughs> yeah i wonder how people in covens view solitary practitioners because right? there is there is like, ew those weirdo loners like wow they're <laughs> well no i think i think maybe what it is i mean look when you get more people together to do a, a ritual or a spell there is a different sort of vibration that comes off from that and mm. I don't know that it's more powerful in my opinion, but I think it's definitely a different, different. kind of vibe. It's more of like a party vibe, you know, like yeah. you can feel it bounce off of other people, mm -hmm. like your intention and it to some people that may feel like it's, you know, stronger or, you know, it's a group effort. Um, it's definitely and it makes it more different. powerful. But I think. Maybe that's the draw too, like magically for people. Like, yeah. why would you join a coven? Well, I'm going to amplify all everything I'm doing because it's with other people. Yeah. And there is something to be said about when I've been in spaces where with other witches, like a lot of other witches, it like brings me to tears sometimes. And I'm talking about like markets and things like that, that are yeah. actually authentically witch focused, which are rare. Yeah. Um, when there's like-minded people around, it is really, it is really intoxicating. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, for me, it is. It's like a high. Yeah, it it really is, and it's and it when it's really when it's a positive thing, it's really nice mm -hmm. and powerful. So I get that draw. Yeah, but yeah. I'm wondering what if people in covens are like, man, you're really missing out on yeah. X Y Z. Like, I wonder what the other side of the coin is. There is definitely something to like when many gather. 
mm-hmm. toward a common goal. goal. Is, yeah. Like, and I mean, there's, there's a spectrum within that as well, yes. because, you know, one side of the spectrum is what we experienced in your backyard that night. Yeah. And then like another side of the spectrum is when, um, I filmed a show you should go check it out. Mm-hmm. Season two. Yes. The World According to Jeff Goldblum. Please. The magic episode. Kaylin um, is in it with but, some other lovely people. Yes. There was this moment at the end, and I don't even know if they showed that part on the show, but like we lit a cauldron and we started like, we just like impul- yeah. instinctively started like chanting. Yeah. And I don't even remember what we were saying. Yeah. But it just kind of like bleh, like came out of us and we kept going. We had called in the directions and I was like, whoa, do you feel that? <laughs> yeah. No, and it was like, sure. it was wild. I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. It's fun. Yeah. Maybe there's a happy medium between... I like doing projects like that mm-hmm. where it's like moments in time and yes. then we go and then we come back and then we go. Yes. And we do our own thing. I really like that. I like collaborating with other people a lot mm-hmm. when you can trust them and things. But maybe there's a balance between doing projects like that and then going home and doing your own thing yeah. for the most part. That's probably how I like to operate. Me too. You know? My brain needs that it just needs me time. Just me time, mm-hmm. definitely. Hiccup. <laughs> um, Hiccups. Do we want to answer some questions? Yeah. Let's answer some questions. Uh, someone asked how we're doing. <laughs> oh, thank you. First of all, thank you for thank asking. You. Thank you for asking. <laughs> you want to go first? You know, I am alive. I am navigating existing during climate crisis and late stage capitalism while also trying to embrace my delusions. <laughs> yeah. And it's moments like this when we're doing the show and like other special moments too that it's like, oh, life is okay. Like yeah. life is actually pretty good. Yeah, like this is great. Yeah. No, I feel that. Mm-hmm. Besides having weird dragon baby dreams, um, I've been having really up and down days. Like Yeah. I've been really I've been really trying to like feel joy in my life mm-hmm. and that means maybe I sleep in a little bit. Maybe I, you know, don't finish everything that I need. I'm trying to let go of the... I'm really proud of you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to let go of the really strict perfectionism things I put on myself. Like, this is how much work you need to get done. This is mm-hmm. all this. This is all this. Because it's never going to go away. And yeah, I'm doing it because I need a money because capitalism. Mm-hmm. But... I'm not, I'm, I watched a thing. I don't know if you posted about what people regret the most when they die. Mm -hmm. And look, let's listen to those people because they're really doing some deep reflection. Yeah. And it, one of the things was, I wish I worked less. I wish I didn't. And I'm just like, yes. So I'm working. I'm trying to work less. It's really hard. It's really hard. Because it's scary. It's hard. Yeah. But uh, it's, it's okay. You know, I have really good days and I have days where like little things will trip me up and then I'll feel stupid for those things tripping me up and I'll be mean to myself and it's all just very Laura being mean to Laura Mm -hmm. because of abuse and the stupid cult I was in for two years that we talked about on the cult episode. Check that out if you haven't already. Yeah. (laughs) And just the me as a person. Mm -hmm. So... 
yeah i'm proud of you for sleeping in yeah i i really that's like a little thing that's just yeah i still do work when i sleep in my bed i'm just like (laughs) but i'm just more like yeah whatever that's good it's it's nice Mm. so you know i'm alive too Help, I'm alive. Help, I'm alive. Oh, that's a good song. Heart's been beating like a hammer. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> let's see. Oh, there's lots of good questions. I'm going to take this one. How can you tell when you need a reading, or how can you tell when you're being overly reliant on readers? Mm, that's a good question. I think if you like, want a reading that's okay I always I'm at a point where like I defer to my spirits first because I'll see readings I'm like oh that's cool they do this that's cool my guys are like you don't need that (laughs) yeah you don't you don't need that (laughs) I do that when I'm shopping too yeah same (laughs) (laughs) yeah I mean if you want a reading but I mean, I mean, I would check the frequency that you're doing it at. Yeah, literally. Just like, like, are you in a state of panic? Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Like, are you doing it every day? That's probably too much. Yeah. How much money are you a lot? Are you a, do you have a budget for your readings that you're like, okay, I'm gonna allow myself like a hundred dollars a month for yeah. my readings and which is I think if you've got that kind of money to spend, that's a totally yeah. decent budget. Yeah. People do worse things. Yeah, okay. absolutely. So but yeah, I mean yeah, if you're are you staying within my the boundary mm-hmm. you set for yourself, literally financially. Yeah. That might be a good checkpoint. Absolutely. And I think, you know, some of the ways you can tell you're becoming overly reliant is A, like you're breaking your budget and yeah. if you cont- and you do it more and more frequently, like that's probably a sign that like you need to take a step back. And also when you are struggling to make any decisions on your own without mm-hmm. consulting a reader, that's when like it's too yeah. much. An excellent reader will empower you to trust yourself and remind you that you are capable of making good decisions away from their table. Yeah. And if you are finding that all of your power is being turned over to this person or persons, it's time for a break. Mm-hmm. Also, like, I think readings can be addictive just like anything else. Can We can form, like, a mental addiction to oh, yeah. just about anything because yeah. humans are going to human. Mm-hmm. And so, like, when it starts causing more harm in your life than help, then it's probably time to yeah. reassess. It's not an uncommon addiction to have, like, psychics and mediums and totally. readers. Totally, like not Christy uncommon. Carlson Romano. Yeah, there's a, there's a whole yeah. thing about that. Mm-hmm. If you've, mm. if you've listened to this and you're like, yeah, actually, I do feel better when I practice alone or mm-hmm. if I just get out if you can safely, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, because I do think a lot of like new witches and new, because witchcraft is commodified like crazy these days, mm-hmm. a lot of the witch influencers goal is to become like wealthy and well-known mm-hmm. and that breeds cult leaders and especially with spiritual things we've talked about this before they're gonna try and put themselves on a pedestal above you and you become a follower instead of like a member of a community mm-hmm. and that's where it gets dangerous slippery slope into cult mode and to and some of those are masquerading as covens mm-hmm. i don't know any specific ones but i know they're out there mm-hmm. or 
just the way we've talked about using your discernment when dealing with spiritual practitioners, this goes into that too. It does also affect when you're a member of a coven, Mm -hmm. because ultimately what Caitlin and I want you to know is that you are powerful enough to be a magical person on your own, if that is your choice. And yeah, you're enough. You're enough. You're unique and you're powerful. And I, I, it's, it's hard for me sometimes. And I probably for you too, like, because we've, we feel empowered with ourselves and like, we know that not a lot of people feel like that. It's really, people are sort of- It took of, a lot of work, friends. And it, took, and it took a lot of work, <laughs> but we're aware, we have that awareness for whatever reason, and we mm-hmm. want to impart that onto you because not everyone feels that way, and, and we need to remember that, and yeah. I just want everybody to know that, like, that's why we do the show. Literally. This literally why. literally why we do this show. Why I mm-hmm. write any book I'm writing or do anything that I'm doing and or- anything why I teach all my classes exactly yeah, is because we want to empower the individual to have autonomy over their magical practice mm-hmm. period end of story and then once you have that make good decisions for yourself whatever that may mm-hmm. be joining a coven not joining a coven mm-hmm. but starting out when you feel down and someone promises you the world Run. it's dangerous it's dangerous mm-hmm. so just be careful mm-hmm. and know that you're very powerful and there is a spark inside you Mm. and it's always there for you Mm -hmm. it's true it's true we love you (sighs) here i need to hug the emotional support (laughs) cell phone squishmallow her name's becky that's what the tag says Becky with an I. Becky with an I. Becky with an I. I love that. I'm Oh, do it. It felt really good. I'm Katie with an I. <laughs> it's nice, right? Becky. Sponsor us, Squishmallow. Please. And we just want a we toy company and a pizza company to sponsor us. Yeah. We are humble, humble babes looking yeah. for some pizzy. <laughs> some pizzies and some squishies. <laughs> Give me some pizzas and some squishies because I need sensory support. <sighs> Just a couple of neurodivergent baddies. Yeah. <laughs> Telling you to be nice to yourself. Be nice to yourself. And it's okay to have an emotional support stuffed animal. Absolutely. Mm. Never too old. Yeah. <laughs> well, that was great. This was great. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Third Eye Bind. Be sure to leave us a message on the Third Eye Line. Goodbye. Hello. Thank you so much for listening. You can follow the podcast at Third Eye Bind Pod on Instagram. There, submit your questions via the Third Eye Line by sending us a voice message or text DM. The show is available wherever you listen to podcasts and for you to watch on YouTube. Get early access to episodes and even monthly one-on-one sessions with us by joining our Patreon. Find us at patreon.com slash third eye bind. Third Eye Bind is produced and edited by Mike Realm. Hosted by Caitlin Grania and Laura Wong. Music by Mike Realm. Set design by Laura Wong. You can find Laura on Instagram at Lady Moon Co. And you can find Caitlin at caitlin.grania. <laughs>